0: This is a Life School podcast, episode number 128. And today, we have to talk about the floods in Southeast Texas and where was God in all of this mess?
1: Now I'm not a writer. Okay.
0: Welcome to the Life School Podcast, where each week you'll learn how to live with greater intentionality and an integrated faith in every area of life. This is the stuff your parents, teachers, and pastors forgot to tell you. I'm Heath Hollinsby, and I'm here with your host, Caesar Kalinowski. Hey, Heath, as always, good to be with
1: you, but we've got a—man, we've got some heavy stuff going on here. Yeah. Heavy conversation to have today. Right? I mean, we were scheduled to share uh, with our listeners our awesome interview with author David McDonald and talk about happiness this week. We kind of set that up in our last episode. But in light of the horrendous tragedy that's still unfolding in Texas and Louisiana and all along the south there in the Gulf Coast, we felt we just had to address this issue. And try to get our heads and our hearts around all of this devastation and pain and definite lack of happiness going on for millions of people. Right. I mean, I just yeah. I didn't know how to dive into, hey, look, this is horror and we're gonna do an episode on happiness. That's that was just weird just timing. Out but of we, place, so yeah. we're we're gonna jump on this and try to yeah, yeah, you're
0: right. You know, last Friday, which at the time we were recording this was just a few days ago, Hurricane Harvey made landfall on the Texas coast mm-hmm. and it brought with it what the National Weather Service called both life threatening and catastrophic heavy rainfall. Heavy winds, a huge storm surge that could lead to massive flooding in cities like Houston and Galveston and Corpus Christi. And on now on to Louisiana, New Orleans. Yeah, it's, it's crazy, moved to the east. Right? Yeah, and, and what we're seeing now is that already in East Texas, they're facing one of the worst natural disasters to affect the region in years. Hundreds of thousands of Texans have actually already lost power. Numerous parts of the coast were evacuated before the storm. Uh, but what they're saying now is that this storm is expected to be on a similar scale as Hurricane Ike in 2008, and maybe actually even worse. And that brought
1: $30 billion worth of damage to the shoreline of Texas. Wow. Yeah, massive. Yeah. And I know, you know, we're all watching this on TV unless you live there and you're experiencing it and our hearts go out to you. And I know I've been praying nonstop. I, sure. you know, I don't even know how to pray in some of these things. It's like, Lord, stop the rain or help these people. I don't even know. Yeah. Um, and I know a lot of people, you know, we're just watching this on TV and we're asking ourselves, like, where is God when such horrible things happen? You know, why didn't he cause the hurricane and the heavy rains to turn back out to the ocean and miss all these people or, or something? I don't know. Right. And, and you may be overwhelmed as you're listening to this today with exactly what you're feeling and facing and you know, how do I help? But let's, let's find out how like we're processing this. Okay. You know, how how are you and your family and like your kids must watch this and ask about it. How are you guys processing this?
0: Yeah. So, um, the kids are seeing it and to them it's, fascinating because they've never seen anything like this and they're looking at the pictures of alligators swimming in the water and boats going through intersections and they to them they have no clue kind of what they're looking at and so we're trying to explain what's going on there and how people we're fortunate to live with all of our stuff and wake up to a dry house yeah it's not the same for everybody and then my wife and I are struggling with you know in a sense we're so bombarded with large information constantly I mean this just came off the heels of some other uh, heavy hitting stuff in the news and so yeah. We haven't had a chance to even stop one conversation and start the next. And so we're seeing this happen on the TV and we're going, how do we help? But then we're seeing on Facebook friends of ours that are living in Houston that have lost stuff as well. And it's I'm crazy. Yeah. It's just a lot to
1: take in right now. Where, where do you my, jump in? My heart's been so like moved by, I mean, you know, like everything's kind of over now. Right. Sure. But my heart has been moved with the amount of stories now that that you know the news agencies are able to capture yep and you were showing me a video earlier today of you know one poor mom and her kids she's there a shelter yeah. and you know news reporters got the microphone in their face and she you know she's answering the questions but then she flips out she just gets angry like yeah. why are you asking me this starts cursing it's the not reborn. the time to ask these questions not yeah. the time to ask these questions and you know your heart just goes out to her like you get it i mean she didn't have obviously have to take the interview but she felt like she wanted to but then and she just you know wow her heart started breaking so sure. bad and and Man, you watch this and of course, you know, you wonder like, well, what if that were me? Yep. And what if that was my kids? And, uh, you know, I, I mean, I've been in some storms. I grew up where there was tornadoes and all. I nothing, nothing like this. Yeah. I, one time, um, I went to do some hurricane relief, in Costa Rica, hmm. and it, that was kind of the, like a lot close, like it'd be like if I flew to Texas today and somehow could get in, it was amazing. The devastation yeah. and the people that we were reaching and they were, and no one had been there yet. It'd be hmm. like, it's been three weeks. And we're still here waiting to be rescued, and we don't have food and water, you know. And so Gosh. they're saying right now in the news still that it's going to be days, if not weeks, for people to get their power, and weeks for the water to recede. And that's just when the the muck starts to really like you can assess it. Yeah. I mean, some people, you know, they're starting to assess it already while we're recording this. You know, the news are showing people starting to dig through. They're still waist deep in water, but they're going, ah, oh, wow, it's which all brings a
0: whole nother set of issues of waterborne illness. They're talking. Oh. I mean,
1: it's. This is going to be going on for years. Yeah, absolutely, it's, it's amazing. So, I, so
0: one of the questions I'm I've been trying to process through it. Maybe you could shed some insight into it. It's really easy f- for us when things are going bad or when we see this kind of constant hurt. Uh, it reminds me of when Kathleen and I went through a miscarriage, and it was just really easy to go like, "Where are you, God? You know, did you cause this? Did you?" Do you understand? Are you really good? Do you really like work things out for our good? And we start twisting theology to try to make it comfortable to our hearts. And oh yeah. And so this is another situation where you go like, where was God in all this? It's so easy to be prone to ask those
1: questions. Yeah, but, and I think, and and I've been I'm not not in this particular one yet, but I've been asked those types of questions from people who are not believers. Yeah. People who aren't in Christ. And it's just as legitimate of a question in yeah, Christ absolutely. or not, because it's so mind blowingly huge, right? It's and human. people will ask that question, but they'll flip it around and it's almost like, see, if your God was good, yeah. he, there's no way this happens. He never would allow it. If he's really big, if he's powerful, like, because we kind of have like a Wizard of Oz mentality, but then, sure. like, oh, he's a fake guy, he's behind the curtain, you know? And that, it's a legitimate question. Hmm. It's a big, now, it might not be. It might not be understanding who God is. So we're kind of, it's a it's a false narrative to even ask in a certain way, you know, sure. to try to like trip him up. But the reality is, I think those are fair questions for both believers and not believers to ask. Like, wait, mm-hmm. wait a minute. Is he, you know, right? Yeah. And um, I have to say right up front, and, and like none of what we're talking about today is scripted, you know? that's yeah, all scripted. Like we're just having to, we had to get on and talk about this. Um, when I see these things, I'm just like, I think everybody else, mind blown, heartbroken. And I and I when I get face to face with God, I'm like, OK, God, I know you're wise and you're managing it all like and, it, and you're, you know, man, could we not have just not had that happen? Yeah. X, Y and Z. And I'm grateful in this situation. As of right now, I think I've heard of four deaths. Yeah. Four or five. Now, that's too many. But wow. What it could have been. Oh, I mean, think about. Katrina, right? How many lives were lost? Right. And Ike back in 08, right? Oh my gosh. So in that sense, I'm very grateful. Mm. In that sense, I'm very grateful. But here's one thing that even when I don't understand the motives or the why, or like how many weeks, years, ever it might take for someone to understand what God's up to and all that, I know that he was there. Yeah. I know he's there. And I and I know it. And I have to wow, I'm, I'm gonna open up a little bit of a you know, snake's nest here. Okay. I have to say that on this grand scheme of is God causal? Like, does he cause that kind of stuff to happen? Hmm. Or does he just react and then sort of make lemons out of le- you know, lemonade out of lemons? Yep. I have to think and I have to believe, and I do, and some people can be angry as soon as I say it, but I have to believe that, that God isn't just reactionary. That he's actually yeah. in the wind and the ways. He's in the hurricane. He created all this. And he's up to something and he's accomplishing his eternal long term plans for our good and his glory. Cause, yeah. Cause here's the thing. If God is just reactionary, like I created this world, but holy cow, it's gotten away from me. So I'll do my best to make lemonade out of lemons for sure. you. That's not God. Yeah. Like if he's not actually causal, if he's not large and in charge, then I don't know then he wouldn't be God. Yeah. I couldn't follow a God who's just Doing his best to keep up and clean up messes, yeah, I, you know he's like the, yeah, the supernatural janitor, right? It reminds me of a quote
0: from an author uh, that has been helpful um, at different stages of my life with with some of his comments. And I know it's really easy to pigeonhole authors for who we love and who we don't love. And, yeah, but, go um, for it. That's okay. John I mean, people... Piper, for me, uh, when, when it comes to the sovereignty of God, and so, he had he had this comment about you know if 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 Jesus can't look at the wind and waves and say, peace be still. And they're stilled. Then I'm not bowing my knees to that. Like I'm not bowing my knees
1: to a lesser God than that. That's exactly what I'm saying.
0: And if God's just... just kind of this like, Oh crap, hurricane. Um, I guess I can figure something out. I can figure out what to do with that. I'm God. I go like, if you can't control hurricanes, how can you control like softening my heart? How can you control, you know,
1: like my <laughs> yes. eternity? My redemption. Yeah, absolutely. My eternal, yeah, my eternal security and all that. Exactly. And so that is exactly what I'm talking about. If if God himself can't say, be still, yeah. then he's not a God worth following. And that starts to help my heart. Like yeah. I'm still confused and my heart's broken, but it, it, it starts to help my heart because I I do need to understand his sovereignty in that sense. Now, here's the challenge we have as Christians. Many of us, and many of you listening today, are, are going like, I know God's sovereign, and I can't explain it, but you know what? He's God, and he gets to do what he wants. And you know what? People all get what they ultimately deserve, and if you, you, know, if you believe the gospel, it's like we've all sinned, and we've all earned death, but in Christ, we have eternal life. Yeah. Um, so we can understand, maybe, the understanding of his sovereignty, and we don't understand. It. But I'll tell you what, you try to communicate that to someone who's not a yet believer, yeah. not helpful. Wow, it's hard. They don't get yeah. it because they don't have the same level of trust. They don't have the same level of relationship. Sure. And so I just want to caution our listeners as you get into these conversations, um, don't oversimplify the topic, hmm. right? Because I think if we're being honest, even if we say, God, you are sovereign, you are in the wind and the waves, you are working it all out for your good and your glory, we can still, and He can handle it, say, and you know what? On our end of it, though, in this moment, it sucks. Yeah. It's horrible. And I'm, I'm going to guarantee you all the believers whose homes are flooded, as well as the non-believers, houses that are flooded right now in Texas and Louisiana, yeah. they're going, and this sucks. Yeah. None of them are going like, hey, God, that was awesome. Bring it on. I can't even wait to see what you're going to do with it. See, God can handle us responding honestly with our hearts yep. to what he's working out. Sure. Right? We, he can. And you can just look at the life of David and all kinds Even of stories. Job, I go
0: back to Job in these times. I go like, exactly. Job had these questions, all hell's breaking loose in his life. Oh my God! So he starts this tirade about God, like, what about this? What about this? And God just goes, okay, hang on.
1: Yeah. Where were you when I laid the world's foundations? Where were you yeah. when I created this? And so I want to I I caution our listeners and encourage us all to be gentle. Yeah. To not go for like trite, well, you know, God's God and he gets to do what he wants. That makes no sense. To try to listen seek Mm. to understand acknowledge that it's painful right and and don't pretend like we have to put a happy face on disaster it's still a disaster yeah it's still a disaster even in light of his sovereignty and his goodness and his care it's still a disaster and it's painful for many Mm. now we're going to move on and talk a little bit like what might he be working out in this i don't know i'm not i don't have you know the perfect mind of christ and dad you know his dad but but we got to start there we, we can know and believe he's sovereign, but we got to be sensitive in how we talk about it because yeah. if we oversimplify it, what well, you never would do it, like hopefully to the person in the flood, but we still do it with others on the outside. Like, You know, we're watching TV with friends or people at work and we make these trite kind of simplified, oversimplified answers. And, and, and what, well, all we do is we help people feel like I can't trust a guy like that. Yeah. You know, like, well,
0: God's sovereign. And, and, then and I don't your co-worker's like, no, he's yeah, a jerk. Right? It's, it's yeah. too,
1: you, you know, you need a lot of time to get into those kind of answers. Yeah. And, and you know, there's whole books and lists of like, okay, hard truths about God and how we deal with it. You know, how we sure. deal with death and, you know, our parents dying or a child getting sick and dying. It's kind of all falls into the same category. I'm not looking to unpack that fully today. Maybe sure. some episode we'll get after that, Heath. But, um, yeah, so we got to start but, there, man.
0: But there's this paradigm too, right? Like there is a God who... As, as we're talking about, like, does have these causal attributes, and he has to if he's God. But there's also this emotion to him that, like, does God grieve? Like, I remember traveling with uh, one of the people that I used to travel with on the road, and there was a story of a father who lost his son, and, and the father was so angry with God and just screamed one day, like, God, where were you when my son died? And he said he felt the Spirit respond to him the same place I was when my son died. Yeah. And like, man, there is this, it's not like this, God is far off and distant and just wreaking havoc because he's you see, God like Jesus sovereign.
1: wept when his friend died, right? Yeah. Like emotion. You're absolutely right. God has emotion connected to this. I mean, Jesus wept over the death of his friend of Lazarus, right? Yeah. Did Jesus create Lazarus? Yep. Is he sovereign over life and death? Did he see he's Lord over life and death? Yeah. Did Lazarus still die? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it broke his heart because see all of pain and destruction ultimately is not God's plan. A sure. But, <laughs> he does use it. He yeah. does both create it and use it. Like I said, well, God doesn't create pain. Uh, I don't know, man. Look at the history of Israel. Sure. I, I, think, I think he does. I think that with his creation, he will do all he can to bring himself glory. Yeah, and he says he's working it all out, and I and I believe that. Even at times, there again, I'm to say, but God, this this hurts right now, or this sucks so bad for those people. Yeah. Please don't ask me to explain it to him. <laughs> oh God, yeah.
0: you know, and, and what's interesting in what you just said about using it for His glory, and it's not pacifying or, or trying to deflect what's actually happening in Houston, but we are seeing some really amazing stuff come out of this situation that that even two weeks ago on the news I would not have believed. Like, I mean, I'm if kidding. you're in America, you've seen. Most of our our mainline news has been uh, about racial issues and stuff that's happening in Virginia. Political like, strife. Everybody going oh, nuts awful. on both
1: sides. Yeah, it's just, it's sick. It's painful, right?
0: But what you're seeing in Houston is, I mean, all colors and languages coming together to help each other. And there's this oh, unity. The interviews, that, man. It's amazing.
1: Black, white, Asian, Hispanic. All everybody's going like, you know. None of that matters. Yeah. What matters is I live in a city I love and people are like caring for one another and they're extending help and hope. Yeah. And I came, this is the city I want to live in. We're going to be fine. And it's, 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 they're actually that laying
0: down their lives for one another. It's and safety. so I don't, there
1: again, I don't want to oversimplify this heat. Sure. You know, and like, I should have this all scripted out and perfect for our listeners. But I, in my own heart, I'm just telling you where I went with that. I go, it's like, and so many of those stories we're sure. seeing on the news. I'm like, wow, God. So a lot of pain there. Gonna, I'm going to call that sucks. That, su- that that flooding and that hurricane, damn, that sucks. Yep. But oh my gosh, the tone of our nation just shifted. Completely. Like it just shifted. And our focus is different. And our focus is on care and generosity and love and sacrifice and yeah, all those things that yeah. look like you. And, yeah. and like we've said before in many, many episodes, to glorify God, his glory is what does he really like? And that's what he's about in the world. He wants to be seen accurately for who he is, I'm seeing a lot more of God's glory. I'm seeing a lot more Christ-likeness, yeah. sacrifice, laying down of preference and 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 money and resources to help others yep. at a great cost to the people who are laying it down. And I go, that so much is better than what I was watching on the news Thursday before it hit. Exactly. All right? And oh, the yeah. whole world's paying attention, by the way. Sure. And so... I, I'm not, I'm not saying God's like, you know what I'll do? Because this political thing's a mess and all this racial tension. I'm gonna do but but I'm saying, thank you, God. I'm grateful that immediately we're seeing unity, and, such unity yeah. and such love for one another. Yeah, and man, I'm so grateful for that. Togetherness. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I really, really am. So Caesar, as we look at ways that maybe I think all of us that actually are, are seeing the needs that are going on, there's a desire for us, something within us that wants to help, that wants to help pacify some of this hurt and the brokenness. And if we claim to be followers of Jesus and we want to, to live into what he's called us to and, and the way he would, what sort of encouragement as we look around the world and we see natural disasters, we see injustice, there's so many areas for us to jump in and, and get involved. What would you say is an encouragement to
1: those people that are, are feeling something inside of them saying, you should be doing more right now? Yeah. I, I'd say along with my own heart, like don't do nothing with that because often we see great need. And then a zillion opportunities. And we're like, man, I don't know if I trust any of those organizations, or you know, or whatever, sure. right? And what we do is we end up kind of paralyzed and we don't do anything with it. Hmm. And I'm not saying that's because we're selfish or I'm just saying because we just don't know. And then something else will happen in a you know in another week on the news in our focus. You know, they call it the CNN effect, right? Sure. Tons of giving is flowing in right now for Harvey Relief. Something else flips out in the world, that dries up. Yep. So I'd say is don't be overwhelmed by it. And be the fact. That you're feeling like, oh gosh, I wish there was something we can do. That's that's the spirit tapping on you, hmm. saying you were created to show what I'm like. Here's a sh- here, I'm giving you an opportunity. See, that's the other side of this too, is when there is horrible stuff in people's lives, big or small. This one's big, lots of people. These we get to see these as great opportunities to showcase what God's like, to showcase his bride, his church, his family, and go like, you know, his family jumped into the need of like crazy yeah. and even though I don't understand why a guy would allow something like this wow his his kids came to the rescue hmm. and that's a beautiful thing Yeah, and that you know and I, I need to understand so I want to say don't don't overlook this as a great opportunity right now for us to do something and yeah. it you know it could be money it might not be money it could be I mean there's people that we know that have like just gone there. I I got their cars and they planes right now. Yeah. they're boats and they're going, right? People yeah. from all over. And that's what they're called to do. And you may be too. Like, and sure. I, I've had situations like that in my life. Like on a plane, boom, gone. Like, mm. right? God's not giving me that kind of an indication on this particular one. Sure. And we're pretty far, but that's not the point. I've yeah. gone further. <laughs> but um, don't do nothing. Don't do nothing. So obviously, like we know, minimally we get to pray. I hope you've already been praying for these folks. For sure. And I don't want to minimize prayer, it's super powerful. Pray that God is glorified in it, really, that people would see it. And he's going to—you know how he's going to see it? They're not going to see it accidentally. They're going to see it through the hands and the feet and the words of his people. That's yeah. how they're going to see it, okay? And even through the hands and the feet of some of his non-kids, you know, mm-hmm. just people helping because yeah. they're image, bearers, in the image right? Yeah, Exactly. So so for certain, be, be in prayer. Be in prayer that he's glorified. Be in prayer that the need gets met because these people are going through it, man. It's sure. horrible. and And— I use all of us. We're going to look at our bank accounts and go like, well, you know, I don't know. I can help a little, you know, and really they have nothing. Some of these people, yeah. literally nothing. So ask the spirit. That's not up to me. That's between you and God, but ask the spirit. What, what should we do? What could we do? Okay. And there's all kinds, there's all kinds of ways that we, we can actually help. Yeah. And, um, and I'll, and you guys are all smart out there and you can Google up stuff in just a second here. We're going to, we're going to give you a suggestion. Yep. Okay. Just because if you're not sure, we'll just go ahead and give our vote of where people can go. But, um,
0: Yeah, you know, one of the things, uh, and I do want to get to that because we're starting to run out of time, but we want to get to the big three, even this week. uh, As we always talk about life school, is this being a place where faith and, and life fit together perfectly? I mean, what better way to get involved than something right this week that you can actually step into?
1: You know? Yeah, and help you know, and, and help your kids to get involved. Yeah, through through writing letters, through like doing a lemonade stand and sending that money. Like it's five dollars, whatever. That's you know, it's a lot, right? Yeah. Five dollars, man. That's water for days and days for people. You know, yep. so like think beyond yourself. And, and if you're thinking and praying about how God gets glory in that, help others to also help. Yeah, okay, that's great. So and yeah, let's let's talk about the big three. I mean, I, I feel like I, I don't. Yeah, I'm not sure if we're giving a whole lot of help today to people. I know more than anything, we felt like we just need to get yeah, on and be honest about this. Yeah. And how we're responding to it and how we're trying to shape our hearts and kids' mm-hmm. hearts and all that. Okay, so uh,
0: as always, you can get the big three by going to 123lifeschool.com forward slash episode 128. Again, that's 123lifeschool.com forward slash episode 128. Uh, Caesar, what are the big three for this week?
1: This will be unpolished as heck, but I'm just going to go for it, okay? <laughs> yeah. uh, here would be the three big takeaways, I think, for folks. Um, remember, know that God is always in control. And simultaneously, he's aware of the needs of people. Mm-hmm. So so if you want to believe that God was in that storm, you know, working out the world, also know that he is brokenhearted and he's aware of the needs of those people. Yeah. And by his spirit, he will move people to care for those people. There's great resources in this family, yeah, the that's church. good. There's great resources. He's aware of them. Let's not detune our ear to how he wants to reroute his resources. Yeah. Great. Okay. Second, believe that he's truly working all things for our good. Everyone's good. So the people there going through it, but also even ours as the global church. He's working it out. Like, does this provide us opportunities to help people see what he's like and therefore change our relationships with them and all that, right? But Because most importantly, he's working out everything for his glory. Mm. We don't like that. That's a hard answer for the world to hear. But God is working everything out for his glory. Yep. not ours. And I remember as a young Christian, uh, one of my mentors gave me a book and, and a quote came out of it. It was Watchman Nee. I don't <laughs> know if anybody's even read this guy, right? Long yeah. you know, long gone dead. And he said, God is infinitely more concerned with his glory than our comfort. Hmm. And I hate that. <laughs> sure. But I believe it. I believe it. So we, we got to believe that, that God is working that all out for his glory. Yeah. And then third, when you see need like this, But just in general in life, when you see need in the world, be it on a big scale or even just an individual scale, ask God to show you how you can specifically or sometimes generally help out. Hmm. And here's what I mean. Okay. You can help people like specifically with a skill you have or a particular gift like money or something like that. Right. Um, Or if you know somebody going through, through something, either this or other things, maybe with encouragement even that man, that's, that's right. I'm praying for you. And let me tell you what's true. And let me tell you, let me give you hope. Right. Yeah. But like, you might also be able to give them specifically like refuge. Hmm. You may be able to take people in. Yeah. Right. Take people in from the storm. Um, how about with defense, Hmm. you know, like defending both the cause, you know, and, and, and organizations doing their best and people who don't perform perfectly, or maybe even the people going through it and how they're responding. Hmm. Maybe they're not responding. Great course, it sucks. Yeah. Like maybe in defending that and saying, oh man, right. Um, And right now we want to suggest that people would consider heading over to Samaritan's Purse yeah. and making a donation. I know there's a lot of organizations out there, but Heath, maybe you can tell us why we chose to highlight Samaritan's Purse and some of what they've been doing to help out and why we chose them.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So, Samaritan's Purse is run by Franklin Graham, Billy Graham's son, Mm -hmm. uh, and they are experts when it comes to disaster relief. I was even... All over the world. Yeah, all over the world. Um, I was actually even impressed yesterday watching uh, one of the major news networks that was just saying, you know, uh, they were interviewing one of the uh, mayors of a Texas town that's going through some crazy crap right now, and he said, you know... We're so fortunate to have Samaritan's Purse here. They're some of the first in almost mm. every disaster relief situation. They they utilize and mobilize people so quickly. Um, and yeah, and they're and they're largely mo- mobilizing the family. Absolutely, the church is yeah. wonderful. Yeah, Jesus people. Yeah. Yep. So uh, when they're getting recognition on on network news stations for being
1: there and and helpful, I say let's give to that. Yeah, and we're gonna in our show notes. Okay, so on our site at One Two Three Life School, dot com forward slash podcast. Yep. People go to our site. We're going to have a link right there where they can give real super easily. Yep. If you're listening to us and you don't even want to wait, you just want to go there. If you go to Samaritanspurse.org. Yep. Okay. You got to smell Samaritan. It's S A M A R I T A N S purse Samaritanspurse.org. There's a donate button up in the right. Yep. And then Look I there. think one of their top links is obviously going to be to Harvey because that's a big, big deal right now. That's on so, the same page there. Yeah. So, but we'll have the links there for that. And, um, they are doing some amazing things. Yeah. And and it's between you and God and what you want to give. Like yeah. I just like to call all of our listeners like I know there's things where you can text out like Red Cross and other things. Sure. Great. Um really love this organization, Smear and And like, the amount of money that actually is donated that
0: goes back out to the field is just so much more than some of these organizations oh might end up taking. It's like double seventy percent. Yeah.
1: It's double triple. Yeah, so like, you know, I just want to call everybody listening. Yeah. What if you would you just jump over there and like t- give ten bucks? Yep. Yeah. And I know for some people it's like man I don't even have 10 bucks like okay well then pray and ask you know yeah. but like let's uh let's give what we can ask god what that number is but can i just you know as a regular t- all-time listener of our show and all that yeah. would you just would you just head over to samaritanspurse.org or go to our site there's a link right there and uh just drop at least 10 bucks in cuz i'll tell you what just the amount of people to listen to life school was yeah, to give gonna 10 dollars we're going to change a lot of families lives absolutely okay? which is great so as we continue to sort out our hearts and how we could respond or should think about and all that that's a lifelong pull you know push and pull the closer yeah. this stuff hits to home right then the easier it is to feel involved the further it is and more tv land it is the easier it is to forget about it yeah but we can do something immediately in that and some of you guys going to call to do more take in refugees you know open up a room in a home and bring a family in for you know a month or six months i don't know like yeah. ask him to do you know ask actually, him actually tell you what to do as you're talking this actually reminds me of episode 102 which is don't
0: just go to church but be the church you know, if you haven't listened to that, feel free to jump back there and listen. That's our second podcast of all time. But hmm. uh, it just reminds me that we always, we're always we always waiting for something bigger to get involved with. This is Be the Church. Go on to SamaritansPurse.org and... Yeah, throwing that Be ten bucks keep praying the
1: for these folks and and praying for the unity that we're seeing right now that it would grow beyond this. I really yeah. and thanks thanks for listening today. Thanks for letting us sort of go after this and just bring our hearts to the table. We needed to. I yeah. uh, hope it's encouraging and helpful in some ways for y'all. I hope yeah. together uh, we'll bring God some glory and make a difference here in this really horrible horrible disaster.
0: Yeah, and then, again, if you want the big three for this week, you can go to 123lifeschool.com forward slash episode 128. Again, 123lifeschool.com forward slash episode 128. You'll get this week's big three, but then you'll also get the link to uh, Samaritan's Purse as well. Okay, great. uh, Ways for people to get Yeah, we'll
1: put that in there. It'll be on the site as well, whatever. And then
0: next week, we'll continue with what we're going to do this week with the talk with uh, David McDonald on happiness, which will be... A great episode. A whole
1: different attitude. We're going yeah. to brighten it all up and talk about happiness and this adventure of happiness that we're all in pursuit of. And you know. Was
0: Jesus happy? Why aren't more, yeah. more Christians happy? So we'll get to it. And as always, thanks for joining us. For more information, you can visit 123lifeschool.com forward slash podcast.